Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aronex podcast. My name is Craig Eason. I'm the editorial director and owner of the Fathom World website. And um, recently I was one of the judges on Focus's Intelligence Hunt. It's a competition that uh, I think is quite unique in that it brings together students at universities who have a focus on shipping, logistics, maritime issues companies that are looking for solutions and want to engage with students the future generation of their workforce effectively and also uniquely brings in mentors people who have got vast amounts of experience in the shipping and maritime industry to actually add their thought and flavor to a competition now in short it's a competition where the students get given a task over a few months to actually go and find a solution for the company and they get some guidance from the mentor this recent competition that I judged was won by a team that was called Ramas Decarbonizers, and I'll come to them in a second. They were mentored by Paul Woodall, who many people who follow this podcast will know from his days as a very, very good advocate for environmental solutions in the shipping and maritime industry. And uh, the team were putting together a solution um, for Rama Marine Constructions. I'm going to start by actually going to Mika Laurejeto, who is the, um, well, he's at Rama Marine Constructions. Hi, Mika. Um, You decided that you wanted to get a solution looked at by a group of students. I'll say quite first off that it was no small challenge, was it? You wanted them to look at the whole decarbonisation question that a lot of the industry is already looking at. Can you tell me a little bit about why you went through this route? Why go and find students to um, find a solution for you that uh, the whole industry is looking at at the moment? Well, yeah, thanks, Greg. Yeah, that, that's exactly the case. We, we, I think the whole industry, as you said, is, is looking at solutions to decarbonize and, and reduce the greenhouse gas emissions from the maritime industry. and. Of course, we, we as a company, we as a shipbuilder, we have done that already for quite some times to be able to provide solutions both for new builds and, and conversions for, for our clients. But it's always it's always to get the fresh good to get the fresh sort of ideas from, from the fresh minds. And this is what we've seen earlier. We we participated in the in the intelligence hunt earlier and we've seen the brilliant solutions out of the box thinking that this is coming out of these young minds and this is what we wanted to to see this time as well what kind of ideas can we get and and, and sort of a bit out of the box thinking of, of the hot topic well it, it, it's good that you say this out of the box thinking because a lot of people in the industry will be well, they're already talking about trying to find out-of-the-box thinking and new ways of putting things together. And it's uh, it's certainly no small challenge that we're facing. But um, I'm going to come to the, the five students that were in the team in a second. But, Paul, you and I have known each other for probably more than a decade, um, looking at the environmental issues. You're now retired. Um, but you've stepped up here. You've You stepped up as a mentor for this team to sort of give them some guidance. Why? Why did you want to uh, not sit back on your laurels, as we say in English, um, and enjoy retirement? Why did you want to take part with these students? Well, Craig, first of all, 
this the climate issue and and particularly in the maritime sector it, it's still my passion even though i'm i'm officially retired and and i try to keep in touch with, with what goes on and and where i can um assist in in the onward program when i was fortunate enough to uh, to be offered to mentor a group i said well this is a unique opportunity for me um first of all to learn from the younger generation because Frankly, it's our generation who messed things up. It's the newer generation that, that has to try and solve it. Um, but maybe um, listening to them and having a dialogue across generations, the team could develop something that, that was uh, pretty unique. And when I saw the case from, from Rauma, uh, it was just down my alley. That, that's really the kind of things I, I enjoy doing. So uh, uh, many good things about it. It, it's an interesting solution that they came up with, Paul. How instrumental were you in shaping that response that they gave to Rama? Well, hopefully I wasn't. Um, I was dying to come in with my ideas for a solution, but that was not what it was about. So I was really trying to hold back when, when, we, when I was talking with the team, um, and it was quite difficult. Um, I tried to help them stay focused on the task in question and, and where I could perhaps give them some sources where they could look for additional information. But frankly, I was dying to be part of the team, but I'm too old for that. <laughs> Let's talk to the team now. There's um, four of the five uh, team members um, with me right now. Ahmed Hassan, you're the team leader. Um, I believe it was your idea that was uh, taken and used by the team to become the solution that you gave to Rama Marine Constructions. Tell me a little bit about it. Let's, let's start with the the question that I really want to... I mean, I know what the answer was, what you came up with, because I judged it. But tell me in your own words, what was your solution? Okay, uh, my solution, our, our solution uh, started first uh, two years ago, uh, or one and a half year ago, uh, during my study at Alt University. Uh, actually, we have been introduced uh, to vessels that operate in Saimalik, and uh, our first task with, my, with some teams uh, from Alto, uh, with some uh, students from Alto, is to design a ship that can operate in Saima. But it is actually not uh, the task not to design zero mission vessel. But we have been introduced to Saima Lake, to the beautiful nature of Saima, and uh, this amazing, actually, uh, uh, this trade between uh, Finland and Russia, timber trade. And, I was just going to say, just, just, I was just going to ask you, where is Saima Lake and what is what is special about the lake and how does it connect as a lake to the sea? Yeah, uh, Saima Lake actually is a center uh, of uh, center Finland, Finland uh, near Labentranta. Uh, it is near the Russian border. Uh, it is connected to Russia uh, uh, through uh, the Saima, Saima Canal and then uh, to the Baltic Sea. It ends to the Baltic Sea. Uh, usually ships there operate between Labyrinthanta uh, to Vuberg in Russia to transfer uh, like uh, timber uh, cargo. And uh, some of the cruise ships operate continue to uh, St. Petersburg in Russia. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I know about uh, Saima, mm. uh, that, that read in Saima Lake. Uh, and when I meet my team, uh, we discussed that at, at the beginning. Uh, we discussed to improve uh, Saima idea, uh, Saima hybrid idea. 
by introducing new type of fuel uh, rather than the heavy diesel fuel uh, like uh, LNG, like biofuels uh, or liquefied uh, natural gas and also uh, CO2, liquefied CO2. Uh, but at the end, uh, we decided to go with the idea of hydrogen fuel. Uh, because, I, yeah, uh, because uh, we think that it is more futuristic and maybe uh, the technology of hydrogen fuel is more common than the other alternative fuels that are still in progress or in developing stage. Uh, and also nowadays, uh, DNV and uh, several classification societies uh, started to put some regulation for uh, like storing hydrogen and also regulation for operating uh, using hydrogen mm. fuel. So it is more futuristic. Uh, we go with this idea, improved it, and uh, actually we met a lot of, uh, we met with several companies discuss this idea with them and actually they encourage us uh, to um, to work on electrification of ships electro uh, make ships operate using electricity uh, but using electricity only and the battery sometimes is not reliable uh, especially if you are going to uh, take long routes uh, it will not be yep. so reliable so uh, we introduced uh, using hydrogen uh, fuel cell, uh, so our ship can operate uh, using the hydrogen fuel cell, and also we have also batteries. Uh, so hydrogen fuel charges the batteries, and the batteries operate the electric motors. We have here two electric motors that propulse the ship. Okay, and um, Umar, let me turn to you now. Uh, Umar Nziabong, you are at Chalmers University, but uh, you hail from Nigeria, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you are obviously being at, at Chalmers. You're studying around the area of the, the maritime um, logistics industry. Why did you want to come into a competition like this? What was your thinking about accepting an invite to join an intelligence hunt? Well, um, my first thinking was the opportunity to be exposed to um, trending ideas and uh, current industrial issues, which um, luckily uh, the case company brought up something that was very exciting and it was something that was um, a prevalent and widely discussed. So I was um, really hoping and looking forward to um, learning and something new. And however, it was a bit not so, um, it did not totally play out to the idea I had in mind because I mean, um, we were a group of students with different ideas. We, we all had different ideas and we we'll always bring our ideas to the table and see what's the best. And it was sad to know that, to discover after we kept meeting with um, in industry representative that LNG wasn't the preferred, was no longer the preferred fuel uh, alternative for decarbonization. But um, the solution we, we settled with, for me, as our team leader said, was futuristic. And it, it was based in, um, I'm happy we, we chose that. And, then also it opened up my um, perspective to look into what um, this fall type would offer 
that is hydrogen fuel and in your kind of system. And, 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 and also, just 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 to <clears throat> go on go on from that is the the work that's been going on in the industry. There's a lot of projects and there's a lot of research going on into new fuels, not just hydrogen, hydrogen, methanol, methane, um, biofuels. There's a whole range of different fuels. There's work going on in um, battery, um, car in storage, even in uh, carbon capture now as well. I mean, the technology range that you could have looked at is. Um, as you listed there, Hassan, is it's no short list of technologies that you could go and actually actually look at. Then um, the, the other person that I've got here with me is Xiaohan Gu, also from Chalmers, but uh, hailing from China. What about you? What was your reason for joining the intelligence hunt? Yes,、uh, I studied new architecture in my bachelor, and、uh, I also participated、uh, in several competitions. And I learned a lot from the competition. So、uh, when I saw the news about the Cebocus, I really want to say, join it because I, I believe I can improve my ability. And、uh, another reason is that、uh, in last semester I also studied、uh, sustainable shipping. It's about the decarbonization. Yeah, so it's such a coincidence that I, I joined the competition, meet the friends, and the, the kids.、Um, Task is also about that. So that's the reason I'm here. And, and how did you perceive the competition? Umar mentioned about how he learned a lot from working together as a team, and、um, how you effectively came to sort of certain conclusions and put some took some ideas off of the table, like LNG. No, it's not. It's not for us in this in this case. How how did you perceive that working to sort of eliminate ideas that when you came to give Rama Marine Constructions、um, came to give Mika、um, your、uh, your solution that you had what you had? How did you find that that process that learning process? I suppose、um, during the competition time.、Uh, I mean, we have lots of thoughts、uh, at the first, and uh, uh, every, I, I believe everyone have a thought about the decarbonisation. So. That's the reason why we have Paul as our mentor. So he full of experience, and we ask for ah、uh, why there is is、uh, uh, we can use for this task, and、uh, we got some feedback and、uh, continue to some solution. And and Ankita Nayak is the other team member that's on the call with me today, just taking part in this podcast. Hi, Ankita, you are from India studying.、Um, At Alto University, same university as Hassan. Tell me a little bit about your input into this competition. I basically came into this motivated by the decarbonisation side, as all of us would expect, but more so because of how it largely contributes to the ecosystem as a whole, you know, and not just to the marine industry, because that's really where the world as a whole is headed, and. Yeah, it, it does contribute to the climate goals at large, and that is what I, as、uh, an economic student who is interested in the environmental aspect, is、uh, looking forward to.、Um, in this project specifically, I was、uh, again motivated by the economic aspect of whatever we were trying to achieve, right? Because yes, you have these grand plans, and yes, we can achieve things in terms of the emissions, but A company which is looking at its bottom line, 
would they be able to implement something like that would they be able to sustain it in the long run so that was my drive right from the beginning and i wanted to look into the costing side and whether it's at all feasible from a profit profit oriented perspective so yes i um basically my team members just worked on the technical build of our project and they gave me like the requirements uh that are uh, yeah like materials and labor requirements and then i had to like put together and estimate the cost of everything to reach a final figure and whether that would be profitable or not for the company as a whole I, I guess that that commercial element of any solution has to be considered because when we're looking at new ideas, new solutions, there is that cost that has to be realised of that investment into the technologies, particularly if it's a novel technology and the risk. And this is something I've spoken to Paul about when he was working professionally in his previous role. It's the early movers do have a tendency to get penalised from within the industry if they put on board or they use technologies that then they find that the majority of the industry turn turn against or even worse, they get they find regulations helps the industry turn against that. Just to wrap up now, Paul, I'm just going to turn back to you now about this working with students. Now, th- these are a bunch of intelligent students, hence the Intelligence Hunt name. And there were a lot of them. There were a lot of teams um, looking to find solutions for different for different companies. What can, what can you say about the way that you've seen students today tackle these issues that... We ourselves within the industry, you and I have been in this industry for decades, we're still coming to grips with how to tackle these sustainability and decarbonisation challenges. What's the benefit of being a student tackling these challenges now? I think there's a number of of, uh, things here to consider. First of all, we got the young brains that are not inhabited by old ideas. Um, That's one thing. Something else I've found uh, with this team in particular is the benefit of working across cultures, across nations, across different types of education, because they, they are studying different things. And, and this team has just proven that teamwork is the way to success. And, and with that in mind, you know, we have a, a good future ahead of us, uh, because if, if they take that and, and it's the same for, for the rest of that generation, we're not too bad off. And, and, and Mick, actually, that is quite a true. Just just uh, thinking about that, the, the team consists of members from Egypt, Nigeria, India, China and Ukraine. Of course, Paul, you hail from Denmark and Mika with Rama. Clearly, you're in Finland. Um, you know, this this is a, a truly international effort that uh, we're seeing here. But let me, let me just turn to Mika, just, just to close here. Mika, you've got this idea that the students have um, given you. Um, me and the other judges, we looked at it. We declared it the winner. On a personal level, I can say it was a fantastic idea. I can see some ideas, parts of it that I think may not work, but I can see the overall idea of it definitely having having a place. Um, how does this kind of competition, how does this kind of energy from students help you as a supplier? Because it's not the shipping companies that are going to decarbonize the shipping industry. It's going to be the end. It's going to be the energy companies. It's going to be the technology companies. It's going to be the shipbuilders. Those are the ones that have to find the solutions to give 
to the shipping companies that want to transport people's goods or people around the world. So how do how does this energy inspire you and your business? Yeah, I think there were there were actually multiple things that we we could take out from this this competition. One once more, uh, of course, one of them which Paul already mentioned is the teamwork. I mean, I mean due, due to the circumstances, working distance or working remotely, that that's one of the things that we we've already taken out from this. And, and seeing, as you mentioned, we have people from all all over the world actually taking part. That that was one. One learning. The other one, of course, was was the route that they they selected. I mean, Lake Saimaa to, to from Lappeenranta to to Saint Petersburg. I was thinking, and probably Paul as well, something like uh, uh, southern southern Baltic or or some sea sea route. But this this was the other thing that, yeah, wh- why not why not combine the sort of lake lake and and sea through the canal and then combining the sort of untypical cargo with passengers. We are talking about carrying timber in a passenger vessel. Wouldn't have thought about that either. The, these are the kind of things that, and of course, then we come to the the, the main thing, which is the decarbonization. Again, uh, the technologies are available, but applying them in this kind of an application for a ship, this is something that we actually have already received some commercial questionnaires and, and inquiries that could could we take this actually the idea further and and this happened right after the competition so so this is this is this is quite amazing really to to after a couple of days uh just receive a commercial inquiry on on well not exactly the same same route and same ship but similar idea so really must thank thank the team one more time and a lot of lot of things that we've learned learned from this. Thank you, Mika, and thank you to um, all of the students, Umar, Ankita, Hassan, and uh, Shauhan, and Paul, thank you very much. And don't forget, you can find details of this uh, story and other stories that I cover on the decarbonisation on fathom.world. And if you're interested in the intelligence hunt, have a look at seafocus.international. You get all the details about this recent hunt, the previous ones, and if you're interested, the ones that we're looking at developing um, this coming summer. So until the next time, thank you. Goodbye.